The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, everybody. I hope you're doing well today. I really do. It's a tough time in the world right now. Um, I'm a crier, so I've been crying and praying a lot. And I imagine most of you understand that. The non-criers don't understand criers like me. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We focus on your amazing value as a mom in this world. All right, question. Are you struggling to have peace in your household? especially when it comes to your kids. I've been thinking that sibling rivalry has probably become more of a thing during the COVID lockdowns and, uh, and also on, you know, online school and just time trapped together in the house. And then there's also the winter weather in uh, many parts of the country. So kids have been forced to stay indoors for a bunch of reasons and in the close presence of their precious siblings. This has got to be a stressor, stressor for a lot of moms out there. So we've got our counselor for moms in the house today. She's got uh, seven kids. So she knows what I'm talking about. So she's going to give us four ways to stop sibling rivalry. Stop sibling. I'm a man. My pronunciation lately. Stop sibling rivalry. Plus, I've got a special announcement. That's all coming up on Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Channel Mom. With Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. I think I should ask some people to uh, pray <laughs> for me to speak well. There are far more important things in the world, but uh, I know how to talk. You've all heard me. I can talk a lot. Sometimes I just don't talk well. All right. So a shout out to our moms all across the country. So grateful for you. I hope uh, the show's a blessing to you. Thanks for listening in Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, Little Rock, Arkansas, Kansas, Colorado Springs, also up in Idaho and uh, down in Oklahoma, and right here in Denver. Grateful for the regular listeners here and also our podcast listeners. I hope uh, you're able to find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We're on Spotify now, also Amazon, Apple, Google Podcasts, all over the place. So uh, tell other moms about us, and I hope we can be a blessing to them, too. All right. So uh <laughs> it's taken seven years, but it's uh, a good cause for a round of applause. Yay! 
honestly, (laughs) I'm not trying to take too much credit. It was God who's helped me do it. But I finished the book, and it's coming out uh, the first week of April. Uh, My very first book, it's called Mom, You're Amazing, Changing the World One Life at a Time. And uh, it's got eight stories and secrets Best mothering secrets from eight moms. Some of them are kind of famous. Some of them you're going to know and some of them you won't know so well, but they've all got incredible secrets for you. I'll be honest. It's coming out on purpose a month before Mother's Day because the book kind of looks like a greeting card. It kind of looks like a Mother's Day card. So it makes a beautiful Mother's Day gift. I'd be honored if uh, you want to order it. It's affordable and uh, you could buy it for yourself or you could tell your husband or your kids or somebody to buy it or buy it for your own mom or a friend. It's uh, available at this email right now. We're also going to have a web page very soon. But since we're kind of, uh, you know, in advance, you can go to orders at mom, dot com orders at mom, you're amazing, which you are dot com. Orders at MomYou'reAmazing.com, and you can get on the pre-order list there. All you need to say is, I, I want Jenny's book or order or whatever, and they'll get your email, and then they'll let you know when it's available and how to get it, and they'll set you up. So I'd be honored. And by the way, you get a special pre-order or pre-release you know, date discount. They'll give you a little discount if you order it now before the release in April 8th, I believe, in April. I don't want to say it because there are like paper shortages and all this other stuff. I don't want to say an exact date. All right. So have you noticed an increase in sibling rivalry in your household? Maybe uh, it's going on just kind of in your extended family or among your grandkids. We have help for you today. She's our fabulous. See, it's the pronunciation thing today. It's she's our fabulous counselor for moms. She's a counselor with a license and she's not afraid to use it. She's also uh, the head of an organization called Parenting with Personality. And you can find them at parentingwithpersonality.com. She's our counselor for moms, Jamie Kirkbride in the house today to help us overcome sibling rivalry. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you. It's great to be here, Jenny. Thank you so much. Okay. So, you know, I like to pick a little something. I'm getting a little feedback from her phone. I don't know why. I don't know if you can move a little, Jamie. I can hear like, maybe I just need to turn myself down um, <laughs> uh, or turn myself off. Um, the, uh, you know, I like to start off a show with finding some kind of audio clip out there that goes with the topic of the show. So it's not just me doing all the talking and then uh, nothing exciting between us. And uh, so I found this. I looked all around for a movie that kind of uh, was quintessential sibling rivalry. And I had to dig way back. Uh, to the Godfather. It's a scene many of us know if we're not, you know, 10 years old. Here it is, a sibling rivalry issue in the Godfather movie. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. That famous scene, I know it was you, Fredo. And Fredo was just trying to get one up on his brother. And it, it's just so common, sibling rivalry. And I have a little article that I pulled up, Jamie, um, about kind of the typical causes because you're about to deal with the solutions. And it's stuff you would think. It's competing for your parents' attention. It's wanting fairness. It's resentment for what you have to do for the other sibling, like maybe take care of them. And I imagine you face all these things in your household of, of seven kids, although oh, you, yeah. you don't have them all right there right now. <laughs> But and then it comes out in ways like this. And and 
I, I can't believe I'm defining this because I've got to believe every mom out there knows what sibling rivalry is. But here you go. Sibling rivalry expresses itself in stuff like this. Calling each other names, telling on each other. That's a huge one. Uh, whether it's truthful or not, verbal sparring, but not good naturedly poking or hitting or biting or all the other stuff, biting each other, breaking or hiding each other's possessions. Oh, that's kind of sinister. Anyway, though, we all know it, but, but it goes on for different reasons. I imagine you're going to address some of that today, but Jamie, take it away. You've got four ways, four musts, four principles for how we can stop or at least reduce sibling rivalry in our households. Absolutely. The first one I want to talk about, you already alluded to, but it's stop the comparison. And I think this happens in small ways, and sometimes it's even what our children might overhear us saying to other people. Things like, he's the smart one, or she's our athlete, or maybe we might even say in the heat of a moment, why can't you be more kind like your sibling? And when we do that, then that creates that sense of comparison or competition or that we're measuring them against each other. But I would encourage you as parents to allow them their own skill, their own personality, and their own shade of who they are, and that we appreciate that about them. Yeah. And and I'm wondering, is there ever a way you can can, can coach the siblings to recognize the the attribute in the other sibling. I feel like every once in a while I would do that with my kids. Like, well, you know how good Georgia is at that, or you know how good your brother is at that. Can you coach that, or is that just false and it's just going to make everybody annoyed? Oh, that's a great question, Jenny. And as a personality trainer, I love that because I think that's one of the joys about personalities and teaching our kids about personalities and using them in our home is that you can point it to a personality trait and kind of build up, this is what, you know, one of the strengths of his personality. Your personality has this strength. Or this might be a struggle of your personality, but it doesn't mean you can't become that. That means that that might be something you need to grow in or you may need more practice in. But I think when we reference them according to personality rather than a measurement of child to child or, you know, using the yardstick to kind of see who's more of this, less of this, that creates more of a conflict when if we paint it as personality differences, then we can appreciate those things and grow in those things easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm hoping that, that every mom understands where you're going with this stuff because I, I can't imagine there's a perfectly peaceful household out there, especially no. <laughs> having gone through two, you know, two years of COVID. Um, you, I think you are spelling out an acronym. You usually do anyway with these four steps to stopping civil, sibling rivalry. Can you tell us our acronym today so we can remember Absolutely. the pointers? Step. Yeah. We want to take a step in the right direction. So our acronym will be STEP. Okay. And of course, the S being stop the comparison. Yeah, between siblings. So that's, that's great. Stop the comparison. That's number one. All right, let's move on to number two. You bet. T is tune in to when it's going well. And I know this is one of the biggest struggles for me as a mom. We start thinking, oh my gosh, the kids aren't getting along. Oh my gosh, they're fighting. Or even in a month like Valentine's month where everything is so focused on love, well, how come my kids can't love each other more? Why aren't they showing each other more love? But I really want to encourage you to look for for times when it's going well, and then comment on that. You know, I saw how you just poured your brother a glass of milk, or I saw how happy your sister was when you offered to help her with that task, or you were such a kind brother when you took that to the room when I had really asked them to do it, and you just jumped in and showed initiative. You know, we often see what we're looking for. 
And so mm-hmm. if we're looking for times it's going well, we're going to increase those times that it, it is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the T in step is tune in to when it's going well and then acknowledge that out loud, yes? Absolutely. And I think that's so important, Jay. You know, one of the, the things that I notice the most is that on TV shows nowadays, siblings treat each other horribly. And I can't tell you how many times I've sat down to watch a movie or just a regular episode with one of our kids, and I'm, I'm just a little appalled at how they speak to each other, respond to each other, make fun of each other. And when, when that's the exposure they're getting to maybe what they frame as normal, that can be really unhealthy. And so I think it's important that as we see those unhealthy examples, that we point those out or talk about it or say, what could he have done instead? And so I think, you know, that's a real key thing that we need to tune into as well. When we see it happening well in movies, when we see it happening in episodes, tune into that too. Note that. That was really kind. That was great. That was helpful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, and I, I, honestly, I could have probably gotten a much more recent clip than The Godfather, but you just can't find all of the, the horrible examples from Hollywood and from oh. sitcoms and everything. And I totally agree. The two things that Hollywood do does when it comes to family portrayals uh, on the airwaves is, number one, they always make one of the parents dead. So they, they can't have a full family. And, and, and then secondly, you're right. They always play up the sibling rivalry and, and like make it and normalize it. So, so I appreciate it. So I probably could have just gone and looked at, you know, anything that's on television these days and, and found an example of, of the sibling rivalry. All right. So as number one and in, in step is stop the comparison. Number two is tune in when it's going well and say so. Um, that's excellent. Um, number th- one, well, let me say this. I'm going to, I'm going to interject here. What I discovered, my kids are four years apart, and, and they're older now, and the sibling rivalry has mostly reduced, but every once in a while I see it rear its head. The thing that I've learned is have one sibling sort of take ownership of taking care of the other sibling, and, and or because or a pride can rise up, even if it's a younger one doing something special for the older, or an older one protecting the younger. But, but we sort of tried to give my son ownership of, hey, when we're out and about, you protect your sister. And it wasn't a sexist thing, like she needs protection because she's the girl and you're the boy. But, but he took ownership of that. And and with our daughter, you know, we wanted her to be somebody that built her brother up or encouraged her brother or made him feel special or whatever. Maybe we went a little too far with that because my son knows that he's a very special kid. <laughs> um, so we probably overdid that a little. But you know what I mean? Is that a thing that we can do? We can we can have one sibling take ownership of doing something good in the life of the other sibling? I think that's, again, where the personality can, thing can come in. You know, highlight what their personality contributes to that sibling's life. You know, I see you constantly check in and, and ask them about their day. That's really caring. I see that he just lights up when you ask him how basketball's going. Or I see that you're really helpful and don't mind doing some of the things that maybe he doesn't prefer. And when we compliment the way their personality is a gift to their siblings, that's part of that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And, and we'll remind people how to go to your website so they can dive into that personality thing when it comes to their kids because it's very helpful for mom it and really child. Is. Yeah, It really is. I know two of our siblings 
or two of our kids really struggled when they were smaller. And when they were smaller and learning about personalities, I said, you, you know, one day I had kind of just had enough. And I said, do you guys want to know a little secret? Well, yeah, yeah, what is it, Mom? And I said, well, there's something about your personalities that is very similar. And they looked at each other and were just kind of frustrated and upset at the the idea that I would even suggest that. And I said, someday the two of you are going to understand each other better than any other sibling. And the things that frustrate you now, you will understand better in the long run. And those two kids are some of our strongest in relating to each other and have said, you know what, Mom? We really are similar. We uh, really are a lot yeah, alike. Yeah. And honestly, they really like each other now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing. And this is a, a worldwide lesson. Break through the divisive lies. Mm-hmm. Because I believe we have an enemy of our souls and he'll, he'll enter in with a lie that divides us. Um, and if we remind our kids it's a lie, it's not true and, and, and take away that divide. So good, mama. That's, that's wonderful. And you, <laughs> you have six boys and one girl. Yeah. So, so in a household <laughs> like that, there's a lot of room for sibling rivalry. Um, I mean, do you have like punching and spitting and kicking and hitting? or you just don't allow that? You know, we just, we we try not to allow any of that. And if it happens, we talk through it, we work through it, and we figure out, you know, what is it you're trying to communicate? What is it you're struggling with? How yeah. can we make things better? Yeah, get to the bottom of it. And actually, what I just asked is going to go with your last point. But we're spelling out the word step because you're giving people steps to stop the sibling rivalry in their household. We've done S, we've done T, just as a reminder, if moms are trying to take notes. S is stop the comparison, you know, comparing to each other. To Tune in for what's going well. And then three is E. And what is that? Establish. E, establish connections that are strong. When they feel connected, they will struggle less with questioning where they fit. And so I really encourage parents, if at all possible, to find, say, 10 minutes each day that you can just connect one-on-one with your child. And when they have that sense of trust, when they have that sense of connection with you, then they don't have to vie for their spot or their position or to figure out, you know, do you really care about them or, you know, do my needs matter to you? And not only the connections that you have with each child, but look for those opportunities that you can establish connections that are stronger between them. You know, sometimes our our kids fight about, you know, well, we don't want the youngest one to play with us. We just want the two of us. Well, in our house, we have a special rule that if you're going to play together and someone's not going to be involved, you have to ask first for, we call it special brother time, but obviously we just have so many boys that we can refer to it as brother time. So if you ask for special brother time, then you can have an activity that's just one-on-one. And for whatever designated amount of time, I will do something with the younger child so that they can have special brother time. But then I encourage them some point later in the day, I want you to spend as much time doing something that includes him. Yeah, And so it's kind of double-edged they get what they want by having time with just the two of them and it builds that relationship but it also gives that younger one a sense of okay in my time i get to join in and that's going to be equally special yeah and that addresses the thing that that sometimes sibling rivalry springs from competition for parents attention and parents love and so you're saying set aside that time you know the the daddy daughter date or the the mom taking the son like just set those times aside each week or even if it's just once a month but something that makes that child feel special to you and make sure you spread that around that's really good um i used to recognize that late night was the time that i had to embrace 
embrace. And and because both my kids wanted to talk late at night. So I just say, all right, here we go. I'm going to be up till 1 a.m. because my daughter wants to talk or up till 2 a.m. because my son wants to talk. So so embrace the times that, that just organically, you know, invite right. you to do that. Um, all right. So that's E, establish connections with your kids to get over that thing where they're vying for parental attention. And they think one, you know, parent loves the other one more than them. Uh, tr- you know, do something to get past that by establishing a connection, at, you know, once a week, 10 minutes a day, whatever it is. All right. Last principle to take a step toward reducing sibling rivalry. What is it? P is practice peacemaking. And I think we can a lot of ways, including not just jumping in when we hear them not getting along, not taking sides. Um, instead, really, you know, pausing for that moment. We've talked about pausing many times before, but pausing yeah. and thinking, if I intervene, I'm just teaching them that they can't work this out themselves. So in our house, we kind of have these little rules where you work it out with each other first. And if you've attempted to work it out, and you can't do it, then come to me and I can then help. So if they come to me and they're griping about, you know, so-and-so won't do such and such, the first thing I say is, just a second, have you worked this out with them? And if they say, well, yeah, but he's still, okay, well, then go get them and, and come back. And then when they come back, I usually say, let me hear you try, which serves two purposes. Number one, the child is committed to really trying. And number two, you kind of get to see if the other child is really trying to work it out or blowing them off. And their ability to step it up a notch and try a little harder usually works in front of mom. So if they can work it out, great. If they need just a little bit of ideas as they walk through it, Mm -hmm. that's okay too. But again, not jumping in and saying, you do this, you do that, but saying, oh, he sounds frustrated. What can you do? Or it sounds like he wanted a little more time. Um, How could you work this out with him? And let them problem solve the steps to a solution. Yeah, it's so good. The the role playing, the practice, kind of acting it out and you're training them. Isn't it great that you have seven children and have gotten to practice with your counseling license so that we get all, (laughs) we all get the benefits of the battles you've had to go through. So I'm so, I'm so grateful for your knowledge. Trial and error. They call that a degree by trial and error. Well, we're grateful that you've done it for us. And and you have a verse to go along with the practice peacemaking, right? I do. I really like to think about the verse in Romans twelve eighteen. so long as it depends on you, live in peace with one another. And we've even talked about that with our kids, you know, keeping in mind that you may hold the key to make this all work out. Are you willing to do your part? Yeah. The whole world could benefit yeah. from doing, from doing that right now. I mean, and I don't right. say that lightly. We we've got a world of hurt going on in the world. So that is a beautiful verse, uh, Romans twelve eighteen. If you want to go look that up, um, Jamie, you've got resources available. You have ways for people to to tap into to tips like this. How do people find you and your resources? You bet. At parentingwithpersonality.com. I am also on Facebook and Instagram at parentingwithpersonality.com. And the most exciting thing is that you can now download the free app in both the Google Play and Apple Store. That's Parenting with Personality. And there are personality courses on there. There's a free course to help moms feel refreshed. There's tons of parenting resources, printables, tip sheets, things like that. There's some videos you can watch, but I 
I'm super excited about this new way that we can hopefully help educate, support, and inspire moms as they're doing this important job. Yeah, congrats on that app. And I was going to bring up one teeny tiny story, and you can weigh in for 20 seconds. You know, I recognized recently that my son watched very carefully when my daughter was born. And he, I remember, I think my, my dad, my grandpa, his grandpa warned him, you know, it's going to be different now that you've got a little sister. And I remember my, my husband saying he looked shell shocked when he realized that he was no longer the one apple of my eye anymore. And there were now two apples. And I've, I've seen that play out even as he's 23 years old. And, and I've cried before God and said, what should have I done differently? None of us is perfect. I make parenting mistakes, which is good for me to admit as the host of a show for moms so we can all give ourselves grace. But I, we, I just want to say recognize early that, that they're watching and you want to figure out ways to remind every single child that they're loved just as much by you as the next child. Because I think sometimes my son still struggles with that. And of course, I love my, both my children dearly, but you got to pay attention to this stuff, stuff right, Jamie? Absolutely. You know, one of the f- tips I give to new moms is take those times right away where you can say to a brand new baby, oh, I'm sorry, mommy can't help you right now because I'm going to help whatever the older child is with such and such. Oh. So many times the older child hears the reverse. Just replay it the opposite way so they feel the chance to be the priority. Oh, that's and so good. That's so good. So you say to the little good. one, you say to the little one, I can't, I can't help you right now, sweetheart, but because I got to help your brother. Oh, that's good. That's good. I hope that helps a mom today. Jamie Kirkbride, we're so grateful for you. Parentingwithpersonality.com and uh, you'll be back uh, again very soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, honey. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Do a little bit more business in the show. Uh, just a reminder, if you would like to order my first book, Mom, You're Amazing, because you are amazing, and I hope this book is a gift to you. That's why I wrote it. You can uh, pre-order with a special discount at orders at momyouramazing.com, orders at momyouramazing.com. That's an email. You just email them and let them know you want to be on the pre-order list and get a discount. Um, also, this is the time in the show where I thank you for all you do as a mom. I think often moms get overlooked, and you work so hard, and you sacrifice so much, and you put yourself, you know, 50 50th after all the other priorities. So thank you for sacrificing. You're making the world a better place by the way in which you raise your children so unselfishly. It's a gift to the world. So thank you for that. I want to say if this show is a blessing to you, please consider sending us a donation or even becoming a monthly partner so that we can stay on the air and serve you and we can go out to prisons and help homeless moms and help single moms. It's super easy. You just go to channelmom.org, channelmom.org, and there's a donate button there. We've got a brand new website. It's so pretty. So go to channelmom.org or you can email us at info at channelmom.com. God bless you guys. Have a beautiful weekend. Thanks so much for tuning in. Brant Hansen on the show next week to talk about the men we need. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. 
We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom. John Scott. The European Union has agreed to freeze the assets of Russian President Vladimir Putin and Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov. That's according to Latvia's foreign minister. The decision to freeze Putin and Lavrov's assets indicates that Western 